you haven't healed these areas and you think that if you just get enough money, then you'll feel safe. If you just get enough money, then you'll feel worthy. If you just get enough money, then you can be at peace. It's not going to happen. Welcome to the Conscious Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Griff. I'm a conscious serial entrepreneur with a passion for wealth creation, sovereignty and natural law, spirituality and consciousness, financial literacy, commerce, investing, and the game of money. I am the founder of the Level Up Collective, a conscious wealth mastermind in which I lead countless others through the process of unlearning most, if not all, of what we've been taught about the world and the game of money, and then relearning what the rules of this secretive game really are and how we can actually win at it. I was incredibly blessed to stumble across many of the secrets of the 1% at a young age. And rather than keeping it all to myself, I'm on a mission to share this information freely with as many people as I can. This podcast is going to challenge the very fabric of your reality. And at times, you may find yourself running up against some of your deepest unconscious belief systems. I encourage you to give yourself grace, keep an open mind, and never just accept what I say as fact. Always do your own research. I never want you to just assume I am telling the truth. I am not here to convince or teach you anything, but rather to reflect back and remind you of things that somewhere in your consciousness you already know. Take what resonates, discard what doesn't, and enjoy the ride. Now let's get started. I often think about how random my entrepreneurial journey has been. Like, I went from fitness, sorry, I went from personal trainer, like in person only. And then I wanted, I started to do the online thing. And right when that got full time where I was like, quote unquote, successful, I tore it down. And then I did spiritual. I transitioned into like spiritual mentorship, helping people awaken, go through their dark night, like, you know, that type of thing. And then I ended up transitioning to business mentorship, helping spiritual entrepreneurs grow and scale online businesses. And then I create a wealth mastermind, like, but none, none of those iterations, like I didn't know what I was doing. Like you just, I would just get the download in meditation and I would get told to do this thing that this was the next thing. And it would be a feeling and a knowing in my cells and my tissues. And I would just do it. And that's why I've been successful at everything I've ever done. Because when I say I, once again, (laughs) it's not me. This is just what happens when you serve God. So to bring it full circle, these YouTube comments, I get it. You didn't do your due diligence or you're just projecting about your own experiences. I understand. But I thought it was a kind of a cool example here because like, I really sit with like, you know, is there any truth in that? And for me, especially through this, this Kundalini awakening experience and all the research that I had been doing and just, you know, surrendering and such, it has become very clear to me that when you dedicate your life to God and you walk a spiritual path, everything you do is spiritual. 
everything you do is devotion. It is a devotional practice to love yourself, to love others, and to love and honor the creator of all of this. And so, for whatever reason, God made it very clear to me that this is what I need to be doing at this time. That happened in 2020. It was abrupt. I wasn't expecting it. It wasn't what I had ever done before, but I just got out of the way. And for any of you who have been rocking with me since 2020, I mean, look at what has happened since 2020. For my brand, my leadership, my recognition, look at where things were, look at where they are now, right? And my ego would say, oh yeah, that's because I'm so great. Look at how smart we are. But the truth is, is that that's all God. This is not me doing it. And so what these people who project on YouTube in the comments don't understand, and, and I'm just using this as an example, by the way, like I love them. I'm not upset about it. It's a good topic. I, I wanted to talk about it. What, what's missing there is that they're not understanding that when you devote your life to God, everything you do is God channeling through you. And so it's like, I didn't choose to teach about money and 3D wealth and shit. I was asked and shown that this was the path. And I don't know if that's because so many people obsess about money and so their own spiritual development and self-realization is stunted and ignored because they focus on this illusory carrot dangled in front of them for their whole lives until they fall into the graveyard. I don't know if that's it. I don't know if it's because there was a recession in 2020 and the creator knew how many people would be suffering and in a lot of going through a lot of adversity and tests and challenges and, and that a leader was needed. And I'm not sure, but for whatever reason, this is where I am at this place in time. But to me, what I do doesn't matter. It's why I do it and how I do it. So you could put me in any environment. You could, I could be working for a bank. I could be an exec in JP Morgan Chase. You would think, right? The most corrupt, satanic, etc. environment. But guess what, guys? When you serve the creator, you can be in any environment because you are not of the world. You are in the world, but you are not of the world. And so I understand that, you know, money is really emotional and triggering for people. And we always like to project our beliefs and defend our ego's rationalizations and our identity constructs and how we perceive ourselves and how we structure our beliefs in our little buckets in our brain. And we mistake that as who we are. I get all that. But I think that money is a really healthy thing. And God really showed me that this year, while at the same time reminding me that it doesn't matter at all. I thought I had understood and, and really mastered non-attachment from my earlier years when I used to practice it, but this year was really, I really had to have that at a deeper level because I had grown reattached 
I had developed various aspects of an identity now of who I now am. And I think this year was pretty much spring cleaning for my ego, really, my identity needed to be cleaned out. Things that no longer serve me need, needed to be released. And I'm so grateful for it all, even though my body broke down on me and had crippling bouts of anxiety and angst, fear, all of that is part of the plan. And it led me to some serious, serious breakthroughs in why I'm on earth, what I'm here to do, and how I'm here to do it. So to kind of bring things full circle, close out the pod, I hope this was valuable for you guys. I really just blacked out the last, you know, however long this episode was and channeled whatever wanted to come through. But the title of this episode was Why Money Won't Make You Happy. And I hope you guys can see a balanced, really balanced perspective on all sides of if you approach money from a place of unconscious, deep-seated, I'm not, you know, I have these fears, right? If you approach it from a place of you haven't, you haven't healed these areas and you think that if you just get enough money, then you'll feel safe. If you just get enough money, then you'll feel worthy. If you just get enough money, then you can be at peace. It's not going to happen. It's really not. And you're going to fuck yourself up in the process. Because when you get money and then you feel less at peace and you feel less worthy, whatever it may be, now you have nothing to complain about, quote unquote, right? Society would say, what are you complaining about? Oh, it must be nice. Meanwhile, you're depressed, right? Suicidal ideations, whatever it may be. And I want to clarify that I'm not speaking on myself when I say that. I'm just talking about this because these topics need to be talked about. So that's part of it, what I wanted to kind of address. And then, you know, the other side and what I feel is a really healthy conversation is understanding that because I'm saying that, there is no demonization and, and suggestion that you shouldn't value money either, right? So it's a nuanced conversation. You guys know I'm really big on that. I don't buy into like black and white rhetoric. And I'm never trying to say, do this or this. It's like, it's never X or Y. It's never A or B. It's like, it depends. Context is important. There's a spectrum nuance. So on the other side, I kind of wanted to address, you know, some of the energetic stuff and how if you can learn to not use money as your metric and you can use service to God as your metric, oh man. More money flows into your life than you know what to do with. What's going on, guys? We just wanted to take a really quick break from the show to thank you guys for all of the continued support and let you know that we are really prioritizing growing this podcast in both audio and video format. And on that note, we are wanting to connect with you guys on YouTube. So if you have been following along to our podcast on whatever audio streaming service that may be, we want to make sure that we're also connected on YouTube as we are putting out exclusive video-only content on YouTube, and we're also going to be doing some giveaways in the near future. So we want to make sure we're connected on there for those of you who would like to be, and you can find us at youtube.com slash jgriffofficial. 
all one word, no special characters. All right. Thank you guys so much for the continued support. We could not do this without you. Now let's get back to the show. And this year, I think it just, ultimately, I think that my ego just literally had its last. I think that it traumatized my ego, how much success I had, because the ego wants to hang on to these old stories of who you are, who you aren't, what you're afraid of, what you're good at, what you're bad at. It wants to hang on to these and defend these. And what I experienced this year in terms of love, abundance, money, community, opportunity, like was so overwhelmingly positive that I think it scared the shit out of my ego. And that ultimately led to its final kind of Kundalini awakening where it's taken a back seat now and, you know, the eye is no longer steering the ship here because, you know, you have enough iterations in your spiritual journey and you realize like the eye is a horrible master. It's a decent servant, but horrible master. And it can be really easy to not realize it and be spiritual and still have the eye steering the ship. So that was really, you know, the biggest, it's been a journey for me this year. And I just wanted to open up and let you guys in on that because most of our, most of my content is educational. And, you know, I'm definitely not one of those like super professional people who are like, oh, never talk about blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I let you guys in on my personality and you guys know my opinions. I never hold back on like stances or like my personality, but I don't always necessarily talk about my personal life and personal challenges. And so from the outside looking in, like I'm sure you've all noticed or can tell like, been a very successful few years, but that's such a snapshot. And so I wanted you guys to have a real inside peek at like, this life is not for the faint of heart. When you commit your life to God, it's an act of surrender over and over and over again. And every time you ascend up into higher levels of consciousness, what you're asked to surrender is more and more and more terrifying to your ego. And that ego is almost like this scared little kid that's clinging to the side of this rocket ship, which is your soul. And this rocket ship can travel at the speed of light, but your ego can't. And so it tries to hang on and it just gets traumatized and terrified. And so ultimately the only solution, you have to let it go. And I guess that's how I would explain what a Kundalini awakening is. (laughs) So we're going to wrap it up there, guys. I could keep ranting for a long time, but I think that's good. I'd love to hear what you guys thought was, you know, most valuable about this. I normally have some sort of structure, so this one has really just been straight flow. I hope it landed for some of you guys. I don't know where you're at in your journey, but I know that we are all one, and I know that Even if you haven't experienced my exact experiences, I bet you can relate and I bet you can understand and empathize with how, if you were in my position, you might experience these things too, or have these same challenges or whatever it may be. And so as long as this helped one of you, I've done my job. So we'll see you guys in the next podcast.